Hello, thanks for tuning in again for another podcast on the PM Spazio. Yo, it's the bull. Who? The bull. Yo, it's the bull. Giorgio the PM. And I got something to say about all this white space that I see in our mindsets. So how y'all doing again today? Um... So today I just wanted to kind of change up the, the the momentum of what I usually talk about, like technology and really deal with, because as I'm evolving, I'm, I'm learning to deal with things in a different manner and present different types of content. And I just want to talk about mindset for a little bit um, and how we're caught in mindsets that have rendered us unable to move forward or have the confidence that we need in life. And, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm really, I'm at a, I'm at a place right now where I'm starting to see that we will, our mindsets are so compartmentalized that we don't realize a lot of the things that we're going through a lot of the things that we're experienced in our lives, we've experienced in other avenues or we uh, work through processes um, in other parts of our lives. But the things that trigger certain types of emotions, we fall into this uh, this place of, of, of self-pity and like um, sadness or I guess at a, at a at a higher level, a lot of people may not call it self-pity because they kind of look at it like, I'm just moving on. And it's like, you're not really moving on. Your feelings are hurt and you're choosing something else for the simple fact that you're not, um, you're not completely uh, over what it is that transpired. And, and and like when we exit a, a particular thing because it's not working or our life is not, you know, paths that we've chosen are not working out. It's how you exit that really lets you know whether or not you're over it. So if your exit is like, eh, whatever, I'm over it. It's just uh, it's cool or whatever, you know, verbiage or techno- uh, um, uh, vernacular you choose to use, how you choose to, to say it. But at the end of the day, if you guys like sore feelings about it and ill will about it, then there's a, a highly likelihood that you haven't really um, um, overcome that situation. And but let's just let's 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 let me let me let me start let me start off like this. Um, a lot of times our mindsets have been infected with experiences and belief systems from other situations in our lives that we have not totally dissected properly. So, you know, to overcome the situations that you're in right now, or that I'm in, that anybody's in, and I'll and I'll make it specific to myself, um, to overcome the situation that I'm in. Like 
there has to be like a mind shift, a a, a mind shift, a, a a a point of view where you stop looking at things from an emotional standpoint and start looking at things from a a uh, symmetry of logic. Because when you get too emotional, that's where you need to start recruiting a little bit of logic so that you can step outside of the feeling and actually figure out if what you're saying is true, like work it out. And it's like <clears throat> I was going through a situation really trying to figure out like what paths to take, what should I be doing? I'm like, oh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have anything that people want. Uh, I'm <clears throat> really conflicted with. Um, and yeah, let me, let me, I'm, I keep cutting myself off, but let me, let me hold myself accountable and just share the story with people in general so that you will be able to understand how we have to overcome, you know, these negative mindsets. But, you know, I was just trying to figure out like, you know, I can develop, I can code, I can design, I can teach, I can do all these different things. I started the company White Spots, yo. And I'm really just trying to figure out, I was like, yo, I don't offer anything. Like people don't want what I have. Like, but I'm self-loathing. I'm 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 going through a pity party now because like I got bills to pay, things are like on my back. And I'm just like, I don't have nothing that they want. And every day life is like giving me these 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 wake up calls and these reminders of like what's going on and and it's like you know you getting um unemployment you getting all of these different things and you you still in a nine to five mentality right you haven't changed that you kind of looking for that check to come and if that check comes then you safe for another week but it's like what way what way is that to live because then that means that if that disappears you in panic well oh my god i ain't gonna be able to pay my bills i'm gonna be out on the streets i ain't gonna have to go stay with family i'm a like that ain't no way to live right so it's like life is throwing me these wake-up calls and and the, and the thing that i'm realizing is that like in our lives right the paths and the things that transpire that we believe to be negative and i'm gonna make a correlation to electrons when we look at negativity what we look at as negative is actually opportunity to show specific things about yourself so that you can change your life and move to a different place in life See, look at yourself as an atom, right? You got neutrals, you got positives, and there are negatives. And in order for one atom to bind to another atom, is based on that valence ring. So those negatives need to um, connect with another atom's negatives, and then they create all of these, all, all the technical jargon. I, I don't remember everything from high school, but they, they join together. And when they join together, but they join together at the negative. So what I'm trying to say is that the things that we see in our lives that are transpiring, we like, yo, that's negative. But what it actually is, 
is an opening. Something is missing and it's giving you the opportunity to join to something else. Because if everything is positive and neutral, why would you move or change or do anything? Everything is going good. There's no reason to change anything. There's no reason to be any different. It's all going good. It's not until you realize that something is not right in your business, in your life, in your relationship, that you decide to bind your valence, your outer ring, your outer self to something else in this world. A better relationship, time for yourself to figure you out, to do. So the negativity is actually necessary in order for you to become something greater. Because then that negative means that there's space. And, and if we look at it in a positive way, there's space. White spazio. Spazio is Italian for space. There's space that's open that needs to be filled with something new. So all of these negativities that I got coming at me, if I take the wrong attitude about it, then I won't see what's transpiring because the, the society, the world we live in teaches you like negative, bad things is happening. Oh, and, and then we start to, oh, we panicking. Oh my God, life is just, uh, and it ain't going, no. What it's doing is showing you it's time to change. It's time to move on. You got to change your mindset. And sometimes the, the, the frequency, not sometimes, the frequency at which these negativities come at you is more of like, think about it like a knock on the door. If somebody don't, if somebody really wants you and they knock on you, they knock, they knock, they knock, they knock, they knock, 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 knock. They bang harder, they bang harder. You're like, yo, what's up? And it's like, yo, you got to come downstairs right now because it's urgent. So the negativities is coming at you. Bam, bam, bam. This, that, that, that. And then you're like, oh my God, what's going on? And then you're like, oh, my life sucks. And it's like, no, there's something urgent that you need to do and you could get it done right now. But what we do is we stay in our little space. We ignore it. And then when something bad happens, we go, see, look, it was all. No, they was knocking on the door telling you, get out of the building. The building about to burn down. And you like, I don't feel like it. I'm not. And you're not paying attention. And that's a lot of times the reason why negativities slip by us or become something that we believe to be so bad for our lives is because we're not really paying attention to what is trying to let you know. So I'm sitting around, I'm like, day after day, I'm stressing. I'm like, and I'm I'm following certain people. Shout out to uh Chris Do in the future. Um uh also uh Vanessa Lau, I listen to her. Um Boss Graham Academy and like listen to her content and stuff. So I, I hear these people and I hear the things that they're saying on a daily basis, but I'm still I'm I'm not listening. I ain't paying attention. So because I'm not paying attention to the lessons in the moment, like and that's what I pulled from like as I've been doing yoga. Uh shout out to Melanie Shane, um, Budokan Yoga. All these people is on Instagram. Um and and uh yeah, Instagram and YouTube, but and, I, and I'm listening to him and she says, like, stop worrying about the future. Stop thinking about the past. Be fully present in the moment and really 
pay attention to what's going on around you. And as I start doing that, my intuition is telling me everything is going to be okay. You're going to figure this out. You're going to get it. But then at the same time, my fears from the past of what could happen in the future based on things that have happened in the past is telling me like, oh my God, it's you. you might as well just prepare for it. But in a way, the intuition is greater because it's almost like I can hear myself whining. Like the intuition is so loud, I can hear myself whining about what things, how bad things are. And it's, oh my God, and I'm about to, and it's like, yo, it's not even that. Like the answer is right in front of you, but you're not paying attention. So day after day, I have, I'm, I'm listening, I'm, I'm hearing what these people are saying, but I'm not digesting and synthesizing in my mind because I'm so frantic about I got to pay bills. This is due, that's due, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do that I can't really, I'm not hearing what they're saying. It's not, it's not, it's not clicking. And that's a lot of times what happened is that the fear in our lives and those bad experiences that we had are so loud and we keep listening. We don't leave out of the room of the, of the, of the fear of, of experiences. We stay in the room with it and it keeps telling, us, oh my God, you're going, you're going, you're going to die. You're going, it's going to be bad. You're, you're going to be over. You ain't going to have no money. You're going to have to go with you. And, and that's all we keep hearing. And it's like, but then at the same time, our intuition, our true desire is guiding us to these different places that's given us the opportunity to learn and understand things that could help break that cycle. Not even break the cycle, just put you on a whole different level. And as soon as you digest it, you're like, yeah, that's right. That's good. I get it. And then all of a sudden something happens and you got to understand that like these negativities or these things that's happening, a lot of times they happening as a result of also life trying to test you to see you just said you get it. All right, let me distract you. So I come over and yell at you. Ah, life yell at you. And if you shake and you jump and flinch, oh my God, yeah. It, if you flinch back into your old behavior, then you ain't learned nothing. You just heard it. But if you flinch and then all of a sudden something say, remember the training, remember what you learned, remember what you was taught. You know that you're changing. But how you going to figure that out if you don't get them distractions and them negativities coming at you, coming at you, you got to, it's got to keep coming at you. And it also affords you the opportunity to learn who you are. Because it's easy to say, yo, I'm about it. I could, I could get with anybody. I could do anything. You hear people on the street. Yeah, I could. I could. And then somebody come up a little bit bigger or a little bit more, more uh, uh, aggressive. And all that stuff that she was talking and that women know to respect me and they better destiny. And dudes is like, yeah, I be, I, I'm running the game. Everybody know who I am. And this one person come up. Could be half their size, and it's just something about their energy where they know, like, don't play with them, and all of a sudden they quiet. Well, that's how life do you. Oh, oh, you, oh, you, you for real? You, you, you understand business? You understand how to be your entrepreneur self? You understand those things? You're not gonna revert back to them old habits? You're not gonna try to do everything yourself? 
You're going to delegate. You're going to have proper conversations. You're going to be creative. You're going to stop. You're going to build the podcast. You're going, you're going to do what? All right, watch this. And they're going to, life going to step to you and be like, for real, show me. Then if you get scared, your real self, now you're going to be shaking a little bit because it's remnants of the past. But if your new self go, but you know what? I know new things now and, and I'm going to use that. Then all of a sudden life starts to shift in your favor because you've changed your mindset. But you got to prove that. As soon as you change your mindset. The world around you changes. It's all the same, but it changes because now your frequency, you on a different lens now. If all you see is things bad and ending wrong and is all over, then you haven't digested what has been given to you. You haven't synthesized it yet. And you're like, yeah, but in the past, yeah, but in the past that did happen, but you didn't know what you know now. You didn't know what you know now. What you know now is completely different. So how do we think that we know more and had a capability to do more, but the outcome still going to be the same? Now, the outcome could be a, what we would call a failure or it didn't work. But then you still got to analyze, like, why is it not working? What is it that you're not getting? Because you're still not getting something. So just and you take on a new information, it doesn't mean that it's going to fail like in the past. But if it didn't work, which is the thing that's really that clicked with me this week, is that if it didn't work. Then you have to go back to the drawing board and figure out how to reshape it. See what I, I, I and I sort of and I sort of. Uh, I forget what I was. I've been consuming so much like instructional stuff. Uh, information on YouTube and um, Instagram and different places that I can't remember where I saw it, but sp basically the comp they said um, the quote was basically don't change what you want to do, change how you approach it. Something in <clears throat> to those terms, and it was really just showing like how YouTube used to be a dating site and. It was failing. And then they went to uploading videos and all of a sudden it just blew out of the water and became a billion dollar company. So you already got the ideas and the concept, but maybe you you approaching it the wrong way. Like maybe you were supposed to be in the league or the NBA or the NFL, but maybe not as a player, maybe as a coach, maybe as a, a, a trainer, maybe as a, a you know, a fitness, it, it could be so many reasons why you should be there. And, and, and we don't see the quantum effect of what's going on in our lives. Maybe it's just that you're supposed to be X instead of Z or, or W instead of K. Who knows? But because you only seen that one side of it, you close your mind to it and you're not paying attention to what life really is trying to show you and then if you go back and you kind of do i did this chris do had a, a exercise um ikigai which is uh the thing that i'm meant to do in life and that the japanese they're a concept of theirs and we did this exercise and he showed on youtube how to set it up and you know 
one of the things was like really finding out like what you're good at. And it's like, yo, I love coding. So I'm I'm stuck in my bag because I'm just like, yo, I want to put my app out now. Like I, I and it's like maybe, maybe putting your app out right now is not the best route. Maybe teaching people, because I'm always creating new concepts. Like I really don't like to be stuck doing one thing. I just want to like create it, build it, help somebody build theirs, and then move on. Cause I just want to like my ideas, like the way my brain works, I just got to constantly be creating. So it's like, if life was showing me like, Hey, there's another way for you to go. So you got to figure out what else you can do. But a lot of times, instead of us figuring out what else we can do, we get sad and be like, Oh, it didn't work. So here we go again. This just what happened in the past. No, no, it's not what happened in the past. What happened in the past is you didn't know anything. Now you know 60% of what you need to know is another 10%. Or you know, and it's not even percentages, it's angles. It's specific points. You might know one thing. It's just that you need to get that one thing at the right angle and it'll work. Maybe all you got is a jab in life. But your jab is a knockout punch if you got the right angle. If you got the wrong angle, then it's just you missing and you it's not that the jab don't work. It's just that you're not connecting where it needs to connect to get that knockout. That's the uh, the one thing I always liked about. I always called it the sniper mentality, the one shot, one kill. Like how much damage can you do and not to humans and bone, but like I you watch these movies and, and the guy, he's like trying to create a diversion that sets off something else and then gunfight and then he can slip in and get, but all he got is one bullet left in his rifle. So what does he do? Does he try to take out one person when the whole army is there or does he try to create an uh, explosion? Like what, what do you do with the one thing that you got? How do you, you, you bring the whole negative situation, the bad situation down? And how do you take those negatives and connect with the world? So that you can take yourself to the next level. But a lot of times we just won't, we won't look beyond our bad experiences to examine like, if it don't work, iterate. So coming back to like where I was going with the whole uh, situation was, I started to realize like, it's not that things are not working. You're just not iterating fast enough. See, the, all of the time that you spend sitting around pouting, being upset, being mad. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Right. It's not working. Is that it's going to be just like last time. You're not thinking that there are things that you could be changing and iterating through. Maybe you approached it wrong. Maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you should be teaching. Maybe you should be starting an agency. Maybe you should just be the leader of a business, a consultant. You're not thinking all of the different avenues that you can um, execute your expertise and knowledge at. You just sitting back going like, but all I want to do is this. And it's like, all right, but you can't do that right now. The position that you're in, the space that you're in, the environment. The time constraints, you can't do that right now.
but you don't want to let it go. You just like, no, I just gotta. So I'm like, I'm sitting in, I'm sitting there. I'm like, this ain't working. I don't know what's going on. And then when something don't work, the first thing your mind does is wants to revert back to the last time I failed. So the way, you know, I break myself out of things is I try to synthesize it to something else that I do. And this is why I said, let go of the emotions and find symmetry of logic, right? So when I'm coding, right, and I'm building an algorithm, and this algorithm is God, I've built some algorithms that I go back. And because I've gotten better with coding, I know how to go back and I got, you know, enough notes in my code and different things. And I I draft it out now because I realized that it could grow to the point where if you don't have no place to go back and you did it all in your mind, it'd be over. But I learned those skills and I started applying them and I did an algorithm for, you know, um, using vision and um, looking at recipes and giving people different types of metrics and whatever. And so I'm just, I'm sitting there and I'm asking myself, like, before you go panic about how bad life is, what other situation do you do something? And a lot of times, the first four or five, six times, it don't work. And then I was like, well, when I code, I could be coding something and that joint could crash like, 10, 20, 30 times in a day. And I'll just keep going back. And I'm like, uh, and I'll start back from the beginning. And I'll, and I'll go through each line and I'll be like, well, I'll create breakpoints. Uh, I'll use, I use playgrounds uh, to do like a lot of that quick coding on my iPad. So I'll just create spaces where the program will sleep at a certain period of time or pause so that I can like catch up because it'll be moving really quickly. And then I'll go in and I'll be like, all right, well, it looks like it's breaking here because I don't see any more. Um, uh, and a good thing about how this coding works is that you can actually see the results line by line as it goes. So whenever I see that break in a line, then I'm like, all right, something don't something don't work. And I go in and I fix it. So. I said, well, how is that different in your life? Your life is also an algorithm of things to accomplish, an algorithm that is built to accomplish a specific task, bettering your life, paying your rent, better relationships, X, Y, and Z, right? So if something keeps stopping at a certain point, I had to ask myself, like, why do you get emotional and be like, oh, my God? It's going to be like, and I've been in some bad living situations and in financial situations. So to be fair, that's part of it. And, it. and they'll come back to me and I'll be like, oh my God, I'm about to. And it's like, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. How is it different though? How is coding, an algorithm, it crashing, you finally figuring it out different than your life? How is it different? Because it's still building certain steps and protocols to achieve a task, right? So if the goal that you're trying to achieve is to increase your financial uh, uh, livelihood, uh, move into that apartment that you like that's down the street, um, to get your car, to get your license, to get your this, to that, 
take care of your family. If that's the result that you want and the algorithm to that is to, you know, have a, 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 a the proper content and be on social media and blah, blah, blah. If if those are the steps and it's not working. Is the way that you solve that. Equal to how you would solve a problem when I'm coding. And then I was like, well, no, I'm like, but aren't they the same, though? The mindset is the same. It's not working. Figure out why. You go and learn something. Then I'm like, oh, that's what that is. And then I go back and I go through the code and I'm like, what? I'm like, how how I miss a, a whole number? Or how I miss a period? And it'd be simple things. I'm telling you, you might have the whole picture. And it could be just one thing simple that you just need to shift. And then it, it, the whole thing will change. Everything is just clicking now getting sales out the wazoo everybody and their mom want to work with you they love with you why just could you shift it one thing and that's 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 another thing that I'll, I'll address but like you just got to be careful maybe you only need to shift one thing and sometimes in the panic and in the, in the heat of the moment and all of the fears and what's going to happen again in the relationship and i met somebody new and they you meet somebody new and because you've been through bad things with somebody else you think that you saw a sign or behavior that resembled something from the past. So you immediately wig out on this person when kind of find out the only reason why they do that is because they was in a relationship and they thought that that's what a significant other would want. But they don't even really care about doing it. They just they just like I'll do it because I thought that that's what I had to do. But because you ain't have a conversation, because you didn't learn and try to find out what's really going on and you start assuming and getting all emotional. I, and, like, I, I, and I find that that emotional state that we get in fear, anger, um, all these different things that start to transpire, they really are a distraction from finding out the truth. And that's the difference between kind of like changing, having a mindset of I'm going to succeed, I'm going to grow, I'm going to become better. And that mindset of like wallowing in your past mistakes, like use some symmetry of logic and really ask yourself, like, what other situations have I been in where it required me to go through a process similar to this? Where I had to like iterate through things, change up, and then come back out. If you a designer and you create logos, how many how many different variations have you seen and they didn't work? And then you just change one little thing and you're like, oh, I love that. And it's like all you did was really shifted something to the left a little bit. But just because the nature of what it was supposed to be didn't your hand or your eye at the moment didn't make it like that originally but inside something kept telling you it's off a little bit and then you changed it and then all of a sudden it's kind of the same logo but just because you shifted it to the right or the left everything is different you change one color you 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 like that's that's how it is in our lives things ain't working 
it just requires us to change a lot of times just one thing because you done already did all of the hard work and all of the negativities around you keep coming at you because they just it life is knocking at you saying yo it's urgent hurry up it's urgent the building about to burn down around you it's urgent hurry up they banging harder and harder and harder and harder and harder but instead of moving well i won't say that you have two options you can sit still and assume that it uh and wallow and then the building burn down around you or you can take heed to the urgency and be like you know what let me fix this let me change this right now let me get this done and then if it didn't if 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 whatever you was doing didn't work again hurt go back don't try to change a billion things just be like, all right, how can I keep all of the same stuff that I got and repurpose it? And maybe I should be doing this. And like for myself, it was just like, I want to put my app out now, but I already know. And I'm just telling you like how it is. I already know if I put my app in the store, I got bills that got to get paid. I got all of these things that's coming at me right now. I got to move X, Y, and Z. I already know even if I put my app in the store right now, my fitness app, I'm not going to get no money back from that for, I think it's net 30 now. It might be net 30 in January, but it's typically net 60, which means that whatever I do today or any sales, if I got a thousand downloads and sales and subscriptions right now, right, with my app, I wouldn't get that money until the end of February. And then you'll get it every month after that. But the very first one is based on a 60-day scale. So that doesn't really fit with the goals of paying bills and doing different things that I need to do right now. So then the next thing is like, well, I said, well, let's do white labeling, right? But I understand that that really was a concept that a lot of people don't really un don't even know what white labeling is. Even business owners, you say white label, they be like, what? White labeling, what's that? Where you pretty much take something that's already built and you put your name on it. Like a licensing agreement in a way. And you get to use it as yours. So it'd be like if 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 you went to Rolls Royce right now and was like, hey. And they said, hey, you could build a Rolls Royce car. You can use our, our framework. You can use everything and just put your name on it. And it'll say on the side, um, you know, how everything has that, that collaboration X on it. So Rolls Royce times your brand. And now you can sell that car and you can make money under that. That's what white labeling would be. So I was like, let's do that. And then, you know, you got to educate. And I was like, well, I don't really think people really understand it. And I don't know if I know how to really like um, under the time constraints to educate the market on why it would be good to white label right away. And then it finally brought me to the final thing, which was you got all I literally have like multiple apps, concepts, UIs code things that I've already built <clears throat> but then I, I said to myself like hey you got all of these apps available concepts how to build technologies because I, I really I'm really big on building different types of technologies that can plug into an app 
I said, well, why don't you start teaching people? Because I always hear people come up to me and they go like, <clears throat> I got an app idea. And and but I don't I don't know how to code. And coding is part of it. That's the that's the that's the challenging part for people who don't speak it. But there's like 70% of it, 60%, 60 to 70% of it, that's more about coming up with the concept, the idea, the experience, building logo out, building out the uh uh app icon, understanding <clears throat> what needs to transpire inside of an app for it to be like good. Knowing what fonts to use, knowing how to space them, all it's it's a lot of stuff that goes into it. And I was like, well, you sitting around <clears throat> and you got these constraints, but and this is going back to Chris Do. He was like, sell your thought process. Stop trying to sell what you make. And I heard that for like a month, and it just wasn't clicking. I was like, oh, all right. So, and then I go and I make some more reels, I make some more content, and I'm telling people about Siri, I'm telling people about computer vision, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's people liking it, but I'm not consistent with it enough anyway, to the point where it matters. And then I'm getting to this place where I, I was getting stuck and I'm going like, I don't, like, I don't know what else to say show more examples about how to use computer vision. So now in all of that, I'm getting frustrated now. I'm like, yo, I gotta, I gotta get some, some clients. I gotta get some sales. I gotta start, start working. Like I, I, I don't understand what's going on. Like, but you're still not listening. Sell your thought process, sell your mind. Not what you make. I'm like, man, I don't know what this boy is talking about. Like, and I'm listening to his teaching how to be an entrepreneur, but all is that I'm listening, but it, I mean, I'm still in myself in my own way. And I'm like, yo, I want my app to come out now, though. Like, why I'm gonna go and teach other people how to build it. But then at the same token, I'm putting out content where I'm talking about how the fitness and the health industry, we're not building apps that really have great experiences and we're not focusing on, the, on, on on concepts that really are concrete, not even concrete, fluid and plastic enough to adapt over time and through the years and really, really match what humanity can put out. So if you keep saying that, then what is the better solution? Teach people how to make it. Walk them step by step through it. At the end, give them a make. They'll have a prototype. At the end, they'll have an icon. At the end, they'll have an understanding about how to create an experience in an app, how to use the technologies that I really feel like are going to change all technology, Siri, vision, and machine and core motion, but Siri and vision. Vision and voice are just going to change apps entirely. But like, why are you not teaching people how to do this stuff? Like, you know how to do all of it. But I, I build your logo, build your app. Why are you not doing that? Why are you not teaching that? There's a way to do it. People want to learn. 
They want to learn how to do things on their own sometimes. Sometimes they don't want to come to you and spend five grand, ten grand for you to make it. But if you teach them how to make it and then get them some starters so that they can go in, like, so I said all of that to say, like, I had to change my mindset. I was so stuck on, like, I got to do it this way. That is like, yo, that could wait. You're, you're, you're going to put apps out at nauseam. Like, I'm going to be putting them out like they ain't. But before you get there, maybe life wants you to teach some people along the way. Maybe that's what, but what, and then I was like, yo, go back to the drawing board. And then that's when it really clicked in my mind. You're not really doing nothing no different. It's just that the order in which you're doing things in and how you're presenting all of the same stuff that you already have. It's just, an, it's, it's, you just formed it differently. It's like if you could take a puzzle and it's the same puzzle. But if you could get the pieces to shift differently and connect differently, it's still the same picture. It's just that the way that they was put together was differently. And that's how we got to think with our mindset. We got to have a fluid mindset where it's like, I'm not getting ready to change all of the stuff that I love to do. I love coding. I love building. I love concepting. I love helping people like build their stuff. But maybe... Right now, charging people 10 grand a pop, five grand a pop, 2,500 to work out this, that they might, it might not be at that space yet. Maybe life is like, you got to learn a few more other things before we can, we can get to that level. You got to purge some more other things out of your, your life. Cause sometimes the avenues that are given to us are not based on what we can and cannot do, but where we are. And what would be best for us at that time? Because sometimes we we are not ready for the 10 grands, the 20 grand projects, the 100 grand projects from off the very first one. It might require you to to get your entrepreneurial skills together. It might require you to to change your mindset above all and then show that that mindset has been changed. You might need to show life that you got to grind first. That you are willing to grind, that you're willing to iterate through the process and not keep throwing away and restarting and hit and reset. Because you can still experience the compound effect, but it just might be that it's all of what you already contain just put together differently. So it's like, I just, you know, I wanted to do this podcast today to kind of really like just be real and open up about like our mindset is definitely the thing that is causing the most problems in our ability to be to move forward in life and we got to stop looking at negative things as bad and more as an alert of urgency more as a a opportunity to connect ourselves like an like a atom to another atom another molecule of life so that we can rise to something else better that's what we have to do we got to like keep a fluid mindset because once we have that fluid mindset then when things come 
And it just made me think about all the Kung Fu shows I used to watch. I'm closing out, but it, and, and they used to be like, be like water. And it's like water don't break. It just, it move around things. And then it come back together on the other side. So when you flew it like that, it's really no stopping you. But water do have power because it, 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 it breaks rocks. It, it, it hit, it changes the compositions of earth. It 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 can consume the biggest freighters in the world. Like it's so we just gotta be we gotta we gotta learn how to to have a fluid enough mindset and just iterate through things and use symmetry of logic. Figure out what other things in your life required you gave you the same result that you're receiving from what you're doing in one situation and how did you overcome it in another situation? And it could be just the, the, the difference between how you cook in a kitchen and what a relationship is like. And you're like, well, how do two of them go together? But you know you need the right amount of heat, you need the right amount of ingredients to make a good meal. So you know you need the right amount of spice in your relationship, the minor, right amount of sex, the right amount of, of understanding, the right amount of, of, of quality time. You know that you need a, a right amount of certain things to create a good outcome. So it's like we just got to have that symmetry in our logic, be more fluid, realize that negats, negatives are basically... Life's way of making you be more urgent and then giving you the opportunity to bind to other things in life. And then you're also being tested to make sure that what you said and you said you learned, you ready, you ready to move on. That is really real. And you just not one of them people talking. And then as soon as that big situation in your life come around, you get all quiet and now all that that hubris and and uh, fake ass confidence is gone now. The fluid mindset. Let's practice this every day. Put away emotion. Use symmetry of logic. All right, y'all have a good one. Cheers. <laughs>